right, welcome everybody to our November podcast, Behind the Lines. Got a great one in store for you today. We're going to talk a little bit about broadband. We're going to talk a little bit about payment changes and some new options there. Uh, but first, we're joined by crew leaders Eric Yarbrough and Tommy Reed, and of course, uh, CEO Brian Clark. And Good morning, guys. Thank you all for coming in this morning. Yes, sir. Glad to be here. Uh, we're going to talk about storm restoration, where you guys have been, Hurricane Zeta, and y'all were down on the Mississippi Gulf Coast. Right. Yes, sir. What was that like? Uh, it was pretty tore up. I mean, it, widespread damage, um, several broken poles, a lot of wire down, you know, tree damage. Um, of course, it was, you know, typical hurricane where it was, um, as far as, you know, like widespread damage. You know, their system was real narrow and long, and it basically got hit from one end to the other. So, you know, we had we had our work cut out for us for sure. Like Eric said before, we didn't have to deal with a whole lot of water and flood damage this time, you know, like we do some other times, but <clears throat> hey, I agree with him. The The whole system got wiped out. It was a lot of uh, home damage, uh, you know, a lot of trees in the road and stuff. We got down there fairly early on this one, and and uh, they uh, the, when we got started, it was just main circuit feeders out of a substation, and and between the crew he had and the crew I had, we got on an entire substation farm within about three or four days. Y'all were staying in a hotel, you said, but there was sort of a, sort of a condition for y'all could get settled. What was that? That's right. When we first got there, uh, they didn't really have a place for us to stay, and so they gave us a list of poles, and they said, if y'all want to stay somewhere nice, uh, you might want to start with this one. It was a C8 broke of it, a bad right away, a uh, bunch of trees in the way, and uh, we went in there, and, and we worked late that night. We worked till about 10.30 that night and changed out a double-circuit pole and then that C8 and got that breaker on in the substation, and that heated up the, the hotel where we could have us a hot shower and a, a bed to lay down in. Good. But that was nice. Priorities. Very much nice. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, so busy, busy storm season. That's the third hurricane that we've responded to. The second one that you guys have responded to uh, as with your crews. Uh, you were in uh, North Florida, Panhandle, Escambia for Hurricane Sally. What was the difference there? It was more J. Florida is kind of compared. I compare it to our Knoxville County area where – it's more farmland, you know, large fields and, you know, a lot of rural land. And Sally was, I mean, it was a, a bad enough storm, but there in their territory, the way it's set up, they have around, what, 12,000 meters, I yeah. think? So versus where Singing River had 60,000 or, you know, something like that. So their whole, ter we worked when we were in Jay at Escambia, we worked their whole territory where, you know, to cover those 12,000 meters, because I think at one point they were mostly all out. Right. So when we showed up, you know, we split up and we, you know, we went to here, there, you know, trying to get the main feeders, the three phase and the most customers the quickest. And as it came together, we ended up being all over their territory, whereas it, you know, down on the coast, Singing River, we kind of stayed in one area because it was, you know, the damage was so widespread and their territory took such a hit. You know, we were in one little area on either side of the highway and we had plenty to do, mm -hmm. you know, just in that area. So 
that that was the difference for me. That's right, and and uh, also Escambia, they uh, they put us on some lines that they said would, they thought would take us two days because they were you know a mess and they were you know kind of off the road, but thanks to our 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 equipment at Full County, uh, we have we have some of the best equipment around, and and we were able to reach some of those poles that they couldn't reach, and. Uh, we got that line on and I think, what, about four or five hours, right. Eric? <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> but they thought together. we'd be there for two days and uh and we got it back on. But you know, we when we go off we try to we try to work real hard and, and make Full County look good. Uh we step it up a, a notch and all of us pull a little harder. Of course you work in longer days and that's that's wearing on you, but we really try to stand out and do a good job because uh, one of the things I think about is how would I want my wife and children to be? You know, right. uh, would I want somebody to really step it up and get it here yeah. if they were out of power? So that's kind of my mindset when we go somewhere else. Yeah. And, and I appreciate, Tommy, Eric, both of y'all going. What what the audience may not be aware of is the fact that when y'all leave to go serve other people, you're missing life at home. You're missing right. your kids. And they're getting up going to school and maybe trying to go hunting and fishing without you, and you're missing that part of their life. So thank you all for putting that on hold to go serve other people. And, and also what people don't may not realize is both of you all are in management. You all have got guys underneath you that you're training to become journeyman linemen. You've got guys that you're worried about their safety when you're on the road and equipment. You've got a lot on you when you're down there. And uh, I thank you all for, for the position you all play at Fort County and serving the members. Yes, sir. And, I, you know, his boys are getting getting on up in age, and my boys are are thirteen and fourteen, and and it it, it makes them proud that that I'm going to help other people. Yes, you know, sir. They right. got a they got a, a servant's heart, you know, and both right. of them as well. Yeah, they understand, good. you know, what we do. Good, and that that's a good thing. Well, I appreciate y'all for doing it. No doubt. Anytime, anywhere. Let's go. <laughs> well, let's rest a little bit before we go. To that. <laughs> I'm with you on that one. I agree. That's right. Hope y'all have a very happy and healthy Thanksgiving. Yes, sir. Uh, and we'll be back to talk about payment options and broadband. Just a minute. Stay with us. Did you know that trees and tree branches are one of the leading causes of power outages? That's why Fort County's right-of-way program is hard at work, trimming and cutting trees, not only to help prevent outages, but to make it safer and faster to restore outages when they do occur. When Fort County is trimming in your area, you'll be alerted by an automated call, and you'll be contacted before we do any work at your home or business. We're working hard to keep the lights on and our members satisfied. Visit our website, email us at tree at fortcounty.org, or call 1-800-431-1544 for more information. All right, we're back. Uh, Going to talk about some exciting stuff. Broadband. Yes, sir. But we are blowing and going with broadband, we are aren't we? Fast. You know, our, our initial plan was probably to wait till in the spring. And when the legislature, of course, y'all have talked about that before, but when the legislature uh, gave us some grant money to get moving, man, we had to get moving fast. We got a lot going on in Clay County. If you're in Clay County, that's where we started. Uh, we have a lot of crews stringing fiber right now. So if you are west of West Point, Reach out to us. John's been reaching out to a lot of people. Uh, we'll be signing people up very soon. That's right. Information's been going out through the mail. I've had some of my guys out there going door to door, talking to folks. We've had a lot of positive response on that. So we're really excited about uh, how well this project's yes. going to do. Uh, and of course, then we'll soon be moving to uh, north of Choctaw County. Yes. And then eventually into the uh, Brooksville, North Noxabee County area. 
and hopefully have all that stuff done by midsummer, right? Yes, I would just say uh, two things. Uh, first, reach out to us and let us know if you're interested in getting fast net services at your house or business. And uh, second, just be patient with us because we're coming. That's right. We will be there. Got to start somewhere, and it is going to take a little while to get to everybody, uh, but that is our hope yes. and our plan. Uh, to bring that out to the entire service territory once we get done with these first projects. So very excited about Before that. Before you move on, John, I want to do a, a shout-out, and I thank you to John. John's done a lot of work uh, marketing and getting some legs underneath the marketing side of FastNet. John came up with the name. Uh, thank you, John. You're doing a good job marketing FastNet. I appreciate, well, I appreciate that, and it's a, it's a really exciting, uh, neat thing to be doing and and you can tell just by talking to people how excited they are what a difference this is going to make to the service territory and to the membership yes sir this is a big deal yes and, it is and it's really exciting i'm proud to be a part of it and thank you uh we do have uh information you can call us at the at our 800 number 1-800-431-1544 uh you can email us uh or you can uh, check out our website which should be live in a couple weeks www.4c fastnet f-a-s-t-n-e-t Dot com. Uh, we'll have information on there, whether you're eligible, when you'll be eligible. Uh, you can sign up if you are eligible and, and, of course, other information about the products and pricing and all that stuff. So uh, broadband's coming. Uh, just be patient, as Brian said. Uh, and then finally, we've got some payment changes that we're going to be doing. Yes. Uh, minimum payment. You want to talk about that? Yeah. Uh, you know, one of our goals, we've talked about it in the, in the past. One of our biggest goals is to always look for ways to be more efficient. And that's in anything we manage at Four County. It, it's in how we conduct ourselves in business. And it's how we offer payment options to our members. And with that being said, um, credit card fees are, are one line item in the budget every year that just get higher and higher and how much we have to pay in fees. And we know, I use my debit card and credit card for just about everything. Uh, we know a lot of people, it's convenient for them. But it is a behind-the-scenes cost to the electric cooperative. And we want to try to mitigate some of that. So a couple of things we're looking at. One is we're going to encourage people to, to go bank draft. Uh, about 30% of our memberships doing bank draft. And we have an incentive for people that want to sign up for bank draft. So if you're interested in that, uh, call our call center, call John, talk about getting on bank draft. We'll make it worth your time. Um, but if you do like using your, your credit card and uh, debit card with those costs going up, uh, we are going to institute a minimum payment. We did not want to start penalizing people financially for using their debit card or credit card, but we do realize that there are people that pay. We had uh, somebody pay six cents the other day on a card. Uh, so those costs are behind the scenes, and we, we want to just put a minimum payment to to where people won't charge such a small amount. And I think the average usage of a day for electricity is about five dollars. Right. So. If you charge six cents, you're likely going to be charging another charge later that morning. So uh, be aware of the $10 minimum that we're going to institute on debit card and credit card payments. That's right. And I think it's important to point out, too, that the $10 is there's there's all of that money goes to your account. Yes. It's just you can only pay. You have to pay at least $10 on your power bill. Uh, and we're doing that because we don't want to have to charge those transaction fees yes. for credit cards or for kiosk transaction fees. So. Um, we're just doing this to, to hopefully mitigate having to move and, and actually charge you or charge the member for uh, for using some of those payment platforms. So uh, it's not a penalty. It's just something to protect all of us. 
uh, and we appreciate your, your patience with us on that and, and understanding why we're doing that. And then finally, speaking of payments, we've got another way to pay. It's called PayGo, and yes. we're setting that up. You want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, uh, you might have to remind me all the options, but I know uh, Dollar General was the big one we were trying to target because in our communities, remember we're in parts of nine counties, you can't go very far without being at a Dollar General. They're very convenient. Uh, my wife and I use them a lot. So PayGo is an app that, on your phone that you can use the barcode on a bill that we're going to start putting barcode on bills. And you can go into a Dollar General, and when you check out with your items, you can pay your power bill off that barcode. Uh, John, you may have more logistics behind the scenes on that. I think there's some other locations that use PayGo. I don't remember what they are off the top of my head, but the, the biggest one was Dollar General. Just be aware when you go do that, with PAYGO, there is a $1.50 charge when you use that. It's not a four-county charge. That that payment does not come back to four-county. That is a charge instituted by PAYGO, so just be aware of that. That's right. It's a convenience fee for being able to pay your bill at some of these retailers. and that's So it is Dollar General. Uh, it's also Family Dollar, and there's several of those in the area, and CVS. So basically, if you're in any of those stores and you, and, and you want to multiple or you want to multiply your, your efficiency, you can pay your bill while yes. you're picking up groceries or doing whatever you want to do. And it is a cash-only uh, app, so you cannot pay with a credit card and you cannot pay with a check, but you can pay with cash there. At, at, so Dollar General, Family Dollar, CVS will be printing barcodes on the bill, so you can have that with you and just – They'll scan it at the register and take your, your cash payment and uh, easy peasy. Yes, sir. Uh, we're trying to serve you in, in more ways and give you more options to pay your bill. That's right, because everybody's so busy and, uh, you know, the old ways are changing. Yeah. So we're always looking for those new, more convenient, uh, more efficient ways to do things. Uh, well, that's about it. Yeah. For, for this holiday edition of uh, Behind the Lines. Uh, As we wrap up, I would just like to say Thanksgiving's next week. I'm very thankful for a lot of things. One is, is there's a gentleman in this room that you don't get to see. Uh, he, he, he puts up all the equipment. If you could see in this room, there's multiple cameras, there's multiple logistics and pulling this off and uploading and editing video and software. Uh, David Kilpatrick is our manager of IT. David, thank you for the work you do to get these podcasts out. Um, Y'all, I know myself sometimes take all the blessings we have for granted. I'm thankful for uh, our team at Four County. I'm thankful for you, our members. Uh, we're blessed to provide you the services we provide. Um, have a happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody, and we'll talk to you next month.